T. Martin. I'm co-hosting a huge Royal Caribbean cruise party tonight. Big stuff on the way. And that's the beginning of this podcast. Coincidentally, I just pressed record right when you said T. Martin. Um, What's up? After, like, what? Like, we make a We're Back video and then... Or a We're Back podcast and then 30 days later come back. I don't think it's been that long. It's been a a while. It's been a bit. It's... Uh it's been a long time but they can deal with it i think maybe so we don't even know what we're going to talk about today until ben uh just throw out a random topic and uh it is very random and you're never gonna guess well if we're still if this is still a youtube podcast it kind of fits because we're talking about the brothers uh drake and josh the brothers peck and bell so all right so me and ben have some weird interests in like Nickelodeon and like child stars and like how I mean at least I do in like children should not really be working and the fact that like so many adults are surrounding them like just weird shit happens and like it's just odd to me they never turn out right when they grow up or if they do it's it's very rare because it's hard to stay in the spotlight as a kid because you can't really grow up and be your own person because yeah. everybody else gets to see that. Like with Millie Bobby Brown and Jacob Saratorius' relationship, yeah, like gonna end most much. kids their age should not be having the world looking at their relationship. But they're going to be fucked up too when they're like 18. Yeah, I mean, if not even before. I mean, hopefully not, but it's it's hard not to. Natty if... B. Anyway, talking, going back, way back to... Drake and Josh. Turns out Josh is actually doing pretty well for himself. As far as we know. So, Drake and Josh are kind of a classic case of kids who were in the spotlight since they were really young. Probably like 12. Yeah, probably. I mean, I think that they probably did acting gigs before they got a Nickelodeon show with the Amanda show. Um, But Dan Schneider, who's in charge of all the big Nickelodeon shows, works with actual convicted pedophiles there's this guy brian peck aka pickle boy on the amanda show who who served i'm pretty sure he served jail time for like sex with a kid before he was on the show yeah that's but he's friends with dan schneider so it's fine yeah. dan schneider's a slime ball too and like you see like how like amanda binds and a lot of these people turned out and there's a lot of rumors and people like jeanette mccurdy and what's her name Miranda Cosgrove those spoken people out. that were on no not even spoken out but those people who were on those shows they never did any like they had to be in Nickelodeon like they were owned by yeah they couldn't do anything else I and guess. like they both did music but it was on like a Nick radio like they they could not branch out into mainstream yeah. stuff like you sacrificed that um but they kind of disappeared like they either become so fucking wild trying to stay relevant or they just disappear and hopefully have a normal life yeah, like Miranda Cosgrove, actually. Don't cut your pants. Right. Ben just cut a hole in his pants. Right where his, uh, right where his wiener is. <clears throat> anyway, so Drake Bell has been a character that... Um, well, let's talk about Josh first, because we're going to spend less time on him. All right, so basically, it's weird trying to see how child celebrities try to stay relevant after their shows end because now anyone can just make their own shit and get yeah. lots of views. Like, more views than probably what Nickelodeon gets, and he can do it all on his own. So, Josh started making Vines, and... They were I, actually successful. I think probably people between the ages of, like, 15 and 20, 23, maybe, 
like Thought only really so, watched yeah. them because it was like oh hey he's this guy he was from drake and josh that was a popular show and also the fact that he used to be really fat and now he's not is yeah. something that people are interested, interested in seeing like transformations like that people are interested in yeah. so i think that that got him enough push and he just threw himself into the right scene like he just started hanging out with vloggers yeah probably after vine died because he collabs with a lot of well, other he did vine and his vine was huge and his youtube like now after vine's over is like not nearly as big it's not nearly as big but it definitely pays the bills yeah like he's had to put more money into it obviously because he probably has an editor and like he has to film and shit but yeah. he's friends with a lot of these vlogger people and he's able to and also he still is like an actor he had that show with john stamos that got canceled it didn't do good but it, it was, didn't do good he definitely but got paid for it yeah and it had a season i think so Maybe two. i mean that's a i think i think it got canceled during season two yeah but hey he did it so uh congratulations i hope that you were not molested by dan schneider or anything of the sorts and i hope nobody was but i know that somebody yeah was. i i know that that's not realistic but anyway Josh seems to be doing good. Uh, a video on Shane Dawson's channel went up today that was like surprising my sister yeah, with Josh Peck. I was actually watching that. Like, and I didn't. How was it? I didn't watch it, but I wanted to. It was good. It's not even his sister. It's his boyfriend's sister. And well, then that's a misleading title, Shane. And um, she screamed because she's afraid of Josh Peck. Yeah, and Josh Peck got kind of deep. Really? He was like. Yeah, when I lost my virginity, uh, I didn't take off my shirt because I was too embarrassed of my fat belly. Why did he say that on that video? Shane Dawson That's was asking just... him about it. W why? Because <laughs> Shane Dawson used to be fat? Yeah. Well, that's good for them. Hopefully they're happy. But Hopefully. Maybe not. I watched Shane Dawson S on... Um... Someone who isn't happy, though. Yeah. Drake Bell. So, not... All right. Actually, Drake Bell is an interesting case because when Drake and Josh was on, Josh was the fat nerdy Loser. one who was arguably funnier if i watched that show now i would think he was funnier well i but, think everybody did because he's like the comic yeah relief guy. he was the comic relief because he was fat and he kind of just like filled that stereotype in a good way i guess like he he owned it but drake was like well no josh inspired you too you really wanted to work in a movie theater when you were a kid because of that yeah. show yeah and true. also drake played the guitar and was just like a cool guy and, and he when we were growing cool up guy. like that's i mean ben started playing guitar and he was like eight when that show was on like yeah, probably not because of him probably but in part because of him because that was like that i mean that's who i wanted to be when i was a teenager yeah, that's who like well in because like, he was always like making out with my girlfriend 24 7 in like 2000 snacks. in like 2008 that's what every like 10 year old wanted to be in 2018, I, mean, I don't think anybody wants to be that. But I mean, your your perspective of people is different when you're a kid, so you think yeah. that that's cool, but like honestly, he's really embarrassing. But Drake, I feel like he's one of those examples of a kid in Hollywood that was told that he was so great over and over and over and over again, but it wasn't really true. Right, and he believes it. Yeah, like he actually believes that he's like the next John Lennon. He, Which isn't even a great thing. He's That's not, not even a good thing to be. He's not even half as famous as he like thinks he is. His relevance is... He's because, not humble. Yeah. That, and it's very off-putting. Like, if he just did music quietly and, like, 
he has this like super dedicated i don't even know how big it is like fan base in like latin america like southern yeah, it's like brazil yeah and like brazil and all those places and People if he have... just like made music for them and was cool about it and didn't like vlog everything and get drone footage of his shows and act like a dick yeah he like he's entitled anyway he posts videos of himself playing like 10 minute guitar solos and like just like being like, I got a big concert tonight. Yeah, I'm about to go on stage last minute. Let's see how it goes. And it's like it's so fake. It's so fake, like. And also, you're a grown man. You know that this is fake. You know that you're doing that to manipulate kids into thinking that you're really cool and to like buy your records. Like, that's your livelihood. He also would like argue with people on Twitter about Justin Bieber like being gay and being a woman. Yeah, and it's like, dude, grow up. <laughs> like, he's like thirty probably. Yeah, I don't even know how old he is. And he got in, like, an accident, too, and, like... Almost died. No, he, like, hurt his hand and was like, I can't play guitar, but now he's, like, Playing back. Guitar. I don't know. I used to follow him on Twitter, but I don't anymore because I have a new account, and I followed him when I was, like, younger. But, I don't know, he still puts out music, but he just tries to stay relevant that it's not consistent. Like, I found a he's way... 31. Oof. Like, the, the theme song of Drake and Josh, I found a way, was, like, catchy and kids like it, but... You're not going to make a, a hit fucking Imagine Dragon sounding pop song in 2018. Yeah. His like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, his music sucks. If you had that talent... I hope he's listening. <laughs> Drake, if you had the talent to make music that was accessible and popular, it would have already happened. Yeah, you... Yeah. You have... There are lots of people that make great music that it's don't even... have the resources to put it out. You had... I want to just say you had everything, dude. Since you were probably twelve, you had all the resources, and you just weren't good. <laughs> like, you yeah. can get all you want, but he's not a really good guitar player. He wrote some good songs. Yeah, I. Th- he's not even terrible. It's just the fact that he thinks that he's so good is off-putting, at least to me. Yeah. Like, I know that some people like their rock stars to be very like full of themselves and ego and i kind of like that too but at least those people like bono like they do have some credibility and like it's okay to like see them as these like with like david bowie and like mick jagger like Like these people who yeah where it's like even with like kiss being ridiculous it's like that's still kind of funny because there's a sense of like at least you're successful with this it's like dude you don't even you're in debt yeah his net worth is negative six hundred thousand dollars and the last time, I mean, I think that that came out, like, in, like, 2013 or 14, and that was the time that I was still following him on, Insta- on like, on Twitter, and he would be at Disneyland, I swear to God, like, twice a week, going on rides, buying food. I'm like, dude, you don't have money. And then he yeah. made a vine, and he was like, when people ask me where Josh is, and it was, like, three months late. I've always seen, like... He, he, in an interview, he was like, someone was like, where would you most likely be find Drake Josh, Drake Bell? And, and he was like, Disneyland, I'm there like five times a week. Like, how is that even fun? Yeah, that's really, you know what? Like, after three days at Disney, you've done it all. And also, that, I mean, for me, as a person with anxiety, that's the worst place on earth to be with all these kids. Like, an adult man is not, that's not for you, dude. Why are you there every day? <laughs> yeah. And if I'm going to get deep for a second, Drake, if you're listening, I think maybe you're trying to recreate a childhood that you never had. Ooh. Because you were too busy working for Dan Schneider to go out and have fun like a normal kid. Yeah. Because Dan Schneider made you feel special. And he used you <laughs> and abused you. He made you feel really special. And, like, when you look at, like... I mean, there's a whole video about the conspiracy of Dan Schneider's foot fetish and how, like, Ariana Grande and... Basically, over time, the shows seem to have gotten more overtly sexual. 
yeah. Like, they, they always were. Like, there was always, like, dirty jokes. And, like, I feel like after Drake and Josh, it got to the point where it was just kind of nonsense. Like, it wasn't even nuanced. It was just, like, you're a hobnocker. That's supposed to mean, like, anally fisting or something. Yeah. Like, that was just too, like... Like, there are some jokes in Spongebob that goes over kids' heads to make people laugh, and that's... It at least takes some creativity. With that, it's just like, let's squirt Ariana Grande in the tits with mayonnaise and make her into a sandwich while she licks her feet. Yeah. It's like, because it's quirky. It's just weird. Like, and I then, was, like... Yeah, what were you gonna say? That's not the thing that I, as a kid, ever would have thought would be funny. Like, I don't think anybody really thinks it's funny. I mean, I appealing to, like, the sense of, like, being random. Like, I feel like that was kind of funny as kids, but, like, if I was aware of, like, the guy behind it writing those, like, the Schneider's Bakery, like, if I knew what he looked like behind that fucking <laughs> oven that pops out, yeah. <laughs> his face was in there, I don't think I'd watch any of those shows. Yeah, he's a creepy guy. I wonder, like, what his story is. I wonder if he was... If he was fucked up as a kid, too. Do you wanna... I, I can probably put out a hypothetical of what i think his childhood was that's probably exactly what he's doing to all these kids i feel like no he didn't make it like he was not even good enough for like one of these creepy agents to sign him so he, had so he like, like felt bad he, he was like i didn't even get to yeah. be abused by this guy so yeah. i'll just do it to these kids Yikes. it's the cycle but dan you need to get your shit together and you need to shoot Brian Peck in the head because he's a child molester and should probably apologize to Ariana Grande and Jeanette McCurdy and all those girls. Yeah, those girls. yeah. Miranda seems to have like just like Turned moved on. Yeah. She's going to college. She's like, I'm not doing the music bullshit anymore. I, I just I want to be done with you. Yeah. And at this point, like, and the thing about like abusers is that they make people feel special, like Drake, but they're not. Like they're totally replaceable. Like all of these people. For some reason, though, Jerry Trainer's still there. Is he? How has he secured his spot on this children's network? He's cool, I think. As far as I know, he seems like a normal dude. I think that he got... Well, he was older. He was yeah, like I think he was probably, his... like, in his late teens, late tw- early no, 20s. Late, late 20s. Not late 20s. Probably early 20s it's when like he 30. got... I would say that he was in his 20s when he got Drake and Josh, and he was probably just old enough to, like, maybe appreciate... The fame he might have like struggled before him. I don't know. I feel like when you're thrown into Jerry it. Jerry Trainer was born in 1977. Oh wow! So he's he 40, looks... He's 41. Oh wow! He looks really good. But that's so weird though, because how old is Miranda Cosgrove? Miranda Cosgrove probably like 22. Because I feel like there's such a big age gap also in the actors. Maybe I don't know. She is 24. Wow. Well, that's also the thing is like. Either they cast children and make sexual jokes, and that's fucked up, or they cast adults to play children, and that's also fucked up. Like, Glee. Like, those characters are supposed to be in high school. We can talk about Glee, too, how, like, everybody on that show died. Oh my god, yeah, that's a good... Do we want to get into that now? I guess. Because we've only been recording for 15 minutes, and I'm exhausted about the Drake Bell thing. I don't like to think about him for long periods of time. Yeah, it's not healthy. Um, can you stop pulling an Ezra? I'm... Or unless you're doing research, looking at the cast, you are. All right, so Glee. Let's just talk about it for a little bit because why not? Glee was my probably one of my favorite shows for a while. We watched that 
it came out when I was in sixth grade and my parents watched the first season and I didn't and then somehow I started watching it because I was friends with like the one gay kid in my grade who wanted to be Kurt so I started watching it and then I think by like season two we started watching it as a family like every week like we were invested and then I think like season three we stopped because the original cast was was gone like it wasn't even they were slowly being replaced yeah they're slowly being replaced they were going to New York it was just like not because the first season I still think is is really good because it's really dark too yeah like there's a lot of like fucked up stuff but then when you start getting into dark stuff just because you haven't done it yet by like season three it was like all right you're pushing it with some of these issues and then they're like oh a school shooting happened let's make an episode about that like oh trans people are killing themselves more let's make an episode about that where it's like yeah the characters don't mean anything like social commentary when the characters don't like they're supposed to be in ohio yeah there's not that much diversity in an ohio high school and like shit like that does not like a school to go through a school shooting is super rare but to go through like multiple traumatic events like that yeah then like that's six school shootings two bomb threats. there was like i know i can think of off the top of my head there was like a, a drinking incident there was like a i think probably several pedophiles yeah um like the drug dealing the shooting like stuff that doesn't happen does not happen and i realized that it's a tv show but i think by the time it was in season three it was just it was to a point where it was too extravagant like and you could see the change that's the other thing if it started off being kind of campy that would be one thing but it started off seemingly like normal at a gradual pace like season one had a beginning and an end and then once they got popular it was like we don't need to really make any stories we just need to make these episodes that people are going to want to see yeah so i don't know we stopped watching it like season three um but when those things would happen like the school shooting episode and then whenever there would be any sort of like something sparked our interest or a cast member scandal we wouldn't start watching the series thing but we watched that particular episode yeah like there was one about like already getting an std and we were like that sounds funny that's (laughs) yeah (laughs) we were like what the fuck like that's so out of I mean, I guess not out of character, but it's just one of those things that's like, he moved to New York, and now he's banging a bunch of yeah. college chicks. It was just like, alright, you, you could have ended it there. Yeah. And it doesn't help that they started playing those characters in their very late 20s. Probably 30s. Probably early 30s for some of them, especially, like, because like, a lot of them had careers before them. Like, Leah Michelle was on Broadway. Yeah. Like, these were adults who actually, like, that was their profession. So I thought that it was, like, well done but then they started weeding people out and then then the people started being weeded out not by, by choice by by nature yeah. <laughs> yeah so cory monteith finn 2013 i believe it happened he was an actor from vermont one of my dad's friends was his manager actually so and we knew him. <laughs> yeah we were really close but he wasn't actually even an actor. He just like played the drums and kind of got the gig somehow. Like he just was very like charm. Yeah, he was just very like in the right place at the right time. Like a good guy, but not not, not a Hollywood professional guy. Like he was from like Vancouver or somewhere, and yeah, he Vancouver. was addicted to heroin. I don't know when he like when started. that started, but that was like an ongoing problem through his whole career that he was sober from it, and he started dating. Rachel, Leah Michelle from Glee, because they were, I don't know, because, but they worked very closely together on that show because they were dating in the show. 
and they were engaged, I believe, and then he died of heroin overdose while the show was still on. Yeah, while Finn, he was still on the show. Finn too. was still a, a regular. A, he was not a regular, but he was still a reoccurring character. He was yeah. out of the main cast, but you know he still had a storyline. People knew where he yeah. was. I think that at one order. point he went to the army, and then he went to college. Like they were cutting him out, but it he was, was still there. He was still in that universe yeah. of like you're updated on He'd his. He come in like now and again. Yeah, like he he wasn't totally. He was written. He wasn't. Written it was out. he was still relevant. Yeah. Um, and so when he died, they had to like write him out. They had, yeah, they literally had to write him out. And this was before the school shooting episode. No, that, that was, was way after. No, that was no. The school shooting happened when I was a freshman. When I it was in December, it was by Christmas, and then that episode came out in like May. Oh, so it was. The so same that year. was like three months after, I believe. Yeah. Because the school shooting one was after Sandy Hook. Either way, it was like right around that time where they were kind of making these episodes that were tokenizing and like capitalizing on these tragedies. So I think a lot of people were concerned about how they were going to handle it because people were already like, are you fucking serious? You're going to make like you're going to make money off of this right now when parents are grieving like that's scummy and you're not even doing like you didn't give it enough time to even research it. Now this is an actual person who's dead that like you worked closely with so you have to respect them and so they just didn't say how he died they just were like focused on his life yeah which i guess was the best route to go and like we at that point we had stopped watching it was probably like season four or whatever yeah i think it it might have had six or seven seasons which is fucking crazy to me um but i don't i don't think it was eight but it was around then like we tuned into that episode and it was really sad and um and then, I mean, this isn't also, like, breaking news, but it's new to, like, the public about Noah Puckerman. Uh, what's his six, name? Mark. Six seasons. 2009 to 2015. That's a long run for a show like that with yeah. a lot of production. Yeah. Um, where, I mean, as fucked up as that show is, like, I can't imagine the amount of work that goes into making those episodes. Oh yeah, because like they need to record. Yeah, they need to record all the songs. They need to get the rights to all the songs. They need to not only act but perform choreography. Yeah, like that's an intense deal. job to have to do. I mean, not only being an actor but working on a that performer. set, like having one of those jobs, seems exhausting. So it doesn't surprise me that a lot of that these people were fucked quality. up. That it lost quality, and that I mean, yeah, they have to cycle through actors. But Leah Michelle was on it consistently, and so was I think Jonathan Groff, and they're both. And so was Mr. Shu, but all three of those people were Broadway actors. Yeah. So I feel like if you're not a Broadway actor, that type of work is not what you're signing up for. Or it's not... I I would see myself questioning... Well, they got more extravagant, too, as, like, the show went on. Yeah, like, they had, like, a... I think that they did a Glee Live. They had a movie. Like, I feel like at that point, some of those people had to have been, like... I mean, I'm an actor. Like, I don't... Especially fucking Mar- uh, Artie. I almost called him Marty. He had to be in a wheelchair on stage. And he's not even in a wheelchair in real life. He's not even disabled. I know. They, they couldn't find anyone in a wheelchair who could sing. I mean, that's beside the point. But the fact that, like, I think he's a dancer by trade. Yeah. He, he had to go on tour and not be able to dance. Like, I would be pissed about that. And I would also probably be pissed about, like... Yeah, but his bank account wasn't pissed. Yeah, but I don't know. I would want to know who, like, made more. Um, but... Yeah, that's a lot of work, but the other sort of fucked up thing that happened on Glee, how many cast members have died? Two. As far as we know, there's two big ones. I don't know who else has bit us, but 
Mark Sailing had who had played who played Puck, like the Jewish bad boy, sweetheart, sexy, sexy football quarterback that moms wanted to fuck, but he was supposed to be like such a child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he like cleans their pools. Like that was pedophilia. Um, fucking what's his name? Yeah, that's Ryan. True. I almost said Gosling. I don't know his name. Um, the creator of the show is yeah. Ryan something. Yeah, he has he has some weird stuff. But anyway, he had a history of domestic abuse. I don't know if it was before or during or after the show's air, but he had probably had, during. He had had run in like he had had I wouldn't be surprised if he had been repeatedly abusing women cuz that's something that you don't just pick one person to do that to. Yeah. Um but I think he like hit someone and got arrested and then he was found with child pornography. 50,000 accounts of it. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even realize it was that much. So 50,000 accounts of child pornography. Um, I don't think that it was any allegations of him like having any contact yeah. with a kid, but there doesn't need to be. There doesn't need to be, and also, that's not saying that it didn't happen. Just he was charged with the pedophilia, so yeah. you can make your own connections. But with that huge sentence, obviously, there's like no there's no parole or no that. really recovery. So he I don't. Himself. But did he attempt suicide first and then actually? commit it or is that aaron hernandez that i'm just conflating the two i think he i think like a few years ago it was headline and he attempted suicide and then like a couple months ago it came out that he actually like was successful and it's like shit like that that's fucked up because you think like wait didn't he already do that and that's really mean to say like like, i thought he was already gone i mean he might as well be dead i mean it's different like keith richards is like i don't like it when people say that i'm the only one to like survive or that like they hate that i'm still alive because like that's a real person, and, like, people are waiting for your death. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah. But if you have 50,000 accounts of child porn on your computer, then the that's very is... reasonable, and also, like, you're scum. So, bye. But that's just... And also, when Corey Monteith died, Diana Agron, who played Quinn, was kicked off the set because for being disrespectful. disrespectful. I don't know what... I never... I mean, I haven't looked into that. Like, the last I heard about that was when it happened, and there wasn't a ton of details, but, like... I wonder what she did. The drama on the set must have been crazy. Yeah, because, cause... I mean, they were adults, granted, but, like, I feel like people, when you're sleeping together with people on the set, and you have relationships in the show... That are different. It can get... Yeah yucky and i mean they are adults but they're also playing high schoolers so they're being paid to act like that so i don't i mean i don't know doing that show for so many years i mean and also being in show business there's a lot of fucked up stuff but not saying that there's an excuse for like pedophilia but it it definitely went on way too long that show and then they did the glee project where they like brought in new people because they were like all right the second they like sam gets a beard we have to get him out because he's gonna look 50 yeah and like people naturally just like age but i feel like a lot of people had successful careers because of that show but who like Like went on to do there was a guy no he's not in well i don't know he might do broadway i'm not a broadway person so i can't say if he's relevant but like i don't know um what's his name kurt what chris Colfer, he was on <laughs> the last episode of Drag Race that mom and dad were watching. Um, wrote a book too. That was kind of a while ago. Like Liam Michelle still does. Jonathan Groff, who played um that like what was his name, the guy on the other team. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. With the black curly hair. He was in Frozen and he was in Hamilton. Oh yeah. Like he's a successful Broadway and like and Rachel's voice mom, actor. Right? I don't think so. Um, 
she's I mean she did do Broadway for a long time but a lot of those other people I feel like tried to have singing careers and it didn't take off which is unfortunate because I know that like Amber Riley who played um, Mercedes had an album come out and she had a really great voice but like one there was it's probably the same thing as like those child stars they're not as good as they're told that they are no not even that I think that she is good enough and she was an adult when it happened but they just didn't give her the spotlight because you know she wasn't what was getting the most attention and they would reference it in the show and they'd be like Mr. She why don't you give any black people roles and they'd be like oh haha it's like the writers wrote that and then chose not to give you a role like they threw you a bone with a racial joke so, I mean, looking back, I feel bad for um, Mike Chang and Tina because they were just constantly called, like, the Asians and they never had, like, their own storylines, yeah, really. Like, it was all, like, the football jocks and the, cheerleaders. and the cheerleaders, which is so strange because, like, it was created by a gay guy who I'm just going to assume was ostracized in high school for being in chorus, so he made that cool. But you didn't make the gay kid cool. Yeah, you made the straight kid who was like the bully. decent. Yeah, exactly. The bully <laughs> made him into like a hero. But it was I mean, I think Finn was a good role model of a TV character. Yeah, He was like, I like football and I'm a dude. I can fart around with the guys, but it's alright to wear makeup if you're pretending to be Gene Simmons. Yeah, And you're like, oh, cool. He gets it. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't throw this kid in the dumpster. But I mean, Glee was, yeah, that was, there was a lot, and there was a lot of guest stars who didn't sing, who shouldn't have sang. Fucking John Stamos? No, he, he could do anything. He was good. Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't even know who else was on that show. Neil Patrick Harris, but he can he can do anything. They got a lot of people who can do anything. John Stamos cannot do anything. He can ride a mo- motorcycle, he can sing, Actually, and he yeah. can look like a chimp. That's all you need to do. That's all you have to do to make it. But Glee actually did introduce us to Rocky Horror. Oh, yeah, that's true. And we've done a lot of episodes on that. Yeah. Which we're still into. Yeah, I mean... We haven't been... There, I mean, I did learn a lot of music from Glee. Like, there are still songs that I can hear from that time period, or even just any song, and I can be like... Oh, Oh, that's from Glee. That's from Glee. And I kind of roll my eyes, but, like, I know it. I feel like it did. There were songs that we skipped, but generally I would watch the performances. Like, we would only skip a really slow, boring Rachel song. Yeah. But anytime there was, like, a choreography or any sort of, like... Anything that wasn't them just sitting there, then we'd watch. Like, that's why season one was better. Because it was more about the competition and, like, the performance. And then it just got to be, like, I'm walking down the hallway getting a slushie in my face singing a song. Yeah, a sad song. Part, like, uh, I mean, part of it was to be, like, a cheesy high school, like, musical. But also there was the performing part. And I feel like it just got to the point where they were singing these, like, really dramatic songs about, like, they got an F on a test. And looking yeah. back, and it's like, ugh, God, cry yourself a river. You're going to, like, Niata. Yeah. No, there's good music on the show, though. Like, I, I, there's so many songs that I heard first on Glee that, like, I think that that's just the regular version of the song. <laughs> yeah, when we first heard Rocky Horror, like, the actual version from the 70s, we were like, this, this is bullshit. Because it's obviously, they have to, you know, remake it in some aspect. Yeah. Like they they did they did mashups and stuff which were always a hit or a miss. Usually a miss. But it's good though because then sometimes one of the songs would be good so even if you were fucked over with a bad one you're like at least you get something. Yeah. But they did some weird remixes. They did um Start Me Up and Living on a Prayer. That's what I was just going to say. Um Jumpin' Jack Flash and Moves Like Jagger which 
didn't it work. didn't i don't think it worked i mean maybe if i listen to it now but in my head it's it's hurting me trying to think of it yeah it doesn't just doesn't make any sense it doesn't really flow but i mean you gotta stay creative oh when they started writing their own songs though i didn't even listen to any of them no, I mean, we didn't like listen to that, but, like, I remember, the only memory I have them writing their own songs, oh, wait, no, I have two. Rachel wrote a song about her, like, hairbrush or something, because she wasn't inspired, yeah. and it uh, was obviously cringy, and then Mercedes wrote a song called Hell to the No, no which was that. her being, like, a sassy black, black lady, lady, when they didn't really, I mean, they did, re- like, round out her character a little bit later on with some of her relationships, like, with Sam, yeah. but that was, like, after she was out of high school. Like, it would have been... It, there's also a lot of characters where, yeah, Rachel and Finn were kind of, you knew the most about their personal lives, but they had a lot of good storylines. Like, Brittany and Santana had a good storyline yeah. that was pretty ongoing. But then it gets to the point where, like, high school relationships are supposed to end. I guess. Like, they shouldn't be ha- I mean, I don't, I, it's characters but like i feel like britney and santana like being gay with each other from freshman year just because like through gay. college and then like getting married seems just because they're both gay i guess doesn't mean that like they're meant to be like like i feel like all those times that they like broke up and got t- back together at a certain point it's like you should be telling your audience like no it's okay, okay to break yeah. up like you're gonna you know so it might be really important in discovering who you are but that doesn't mean that you need to be with them because you went to high school together yeah like, that's not... Same with, like, Finn and Kurt. I mean, I know that people... Not Finn. Why did I say Finn? I was thinking, oh, Cora Monty, Finn Hudson. But, no, with, like, Kurt and Blaine and them getting married and... Like, that doesn't happen. But I also get that in order to keep people watching, you have to do that. So, it's a win-lose. I hated the teacher relationships. That was always weird. Where it's like, stop, you're at work. Stop fucking in a classroom. Mr. Shoe and Sue. Yeah, keep it in your pants. Like, I mean, Sue is a funny character. She was con. I think that she was pretty consistently like comic relief. Yeah. Like sometimes it got to the point where it was like that's child abuse, but like I don't even care because this show has just gone off the deep end. So I'm just gonna laugh at how like horrifying this school is. Okay, wait. Do you know? Um, do you remember Kyle? Um, who? Yeah. I went to elementary school with. He just posted on Instagram this picture, and I'll read you the description. So this is a kid I went to elementary school with who was, like, a... It's a, a picture of, like, what is it? Um, a shotgun. A shotgun. A double barrel shotgun. And he was a nerd. Like, as loud as me, I was, like, a geeky Star Wars fan. I haven't seen him in, like, seven years. Where did you go to high school? Tri-County. But he just Oof. posted this. It's a picture of a gun that says, Hey, just a little PSA. That's my shotgun. I'm a proud owner of it. It was passed down to me when my grandfather died. But anyway... The NRA isn't going anywhere, and especially won't be taken down by the generation that worshipped a dead gorilla. Became addicted to spinning toys. I'm not saying that's what's happening to. S- I'm not saying that what's happening to schools is fine. I'm just saying, altering an amendment isn't going to make it better. Fight me about it, liberals. I dare you. Hmm. Okay. We can well, guns. on one hand, the police shouldn't have AR-15s if people can't. On the other hand, a child with a double-barreled shotgun is not the same thing at all. Yeah. Like, under no circumstance do I think that he needs a gun. And I would assume that most reasonable adults would agree (laughs) that he does not need a double-barrel. But yeah, guns are fucked up. And because of the snow day, my my little brothers and co-podcaster couldn't actually walk out, so he just walked out of the house. Yeah. 
There's there was like a quote unquote social media walkout, which is like what does that even mean? Yeah, exactly. You just like put your phone down, and then okay, this is so fucking annoying when people share that post that's like hey kids instead of walking out why don't you walk up and make friends with the weird losers where it's like you're saying that it's these kids fault that these guys shoot up the school and also be friends with people who are dangerous because you don't want to die is not healthy yeah and reinforcing like i read somewhere that was like someone posted that i went to middle school with and was like I was a nerdy outcast in middle school, and if anybody c- tried to, like, come up and be nice to me out of pity or, like, sorrow, I would be so uncomfortable. Yeah. They were like, I would have never shot up to school, but if people did that shit to me, they would just reinforce the ideal that I was just this violent, like, fucked up person. Like, not addressing the root of, like, kids shouldn't be responsible. Like, yeah, you should be nice to people, but it's not like if you're not, you deserve to die. It's just very double-sided when it comes to, like, conservatives saying that. Like, you don't need to be nice to anyone and then saying, well, if you were nice to him, maybe he wouldn't have shot up the school. Maybe if you didn't care that he was a, yeah. If you didn't care that he was a white nationalist and just listened to him, maybe he wouldn't have done it. And it's like... Really? No. And also, people, like, were concerned. Like, four different levels of government had failed these people because they just ignored it. Like, it's not kids who don't want to hang out with the anime kids problem. But isn't it funny that Trump uh, tweeted Kofifi instead of coffee? LOL. I read something so scary that I, I shared it on Facebook, actually. That was like the new, f- I don't know if it's a new form, but a form of propaganda is to create so much fake news that no one knows what's real. And so you just don't trust anything. That's kind of smart. But it's so true. Because so many people are like, I don't know what happened. Everyone lies about it. And like, that's so dangerous. And like, obviously people do lie about it like all politicians and are using it for their own advantage but to just discredit anything anyone ever says because your government lies to you is like that's just putting blind faith in people who don't really care like trump's a straight-up maniac yeah. isn't he supposed to meet with kim jong-un he said he was he's willing to but like uh, or maybe kim jong-un said he was willing to i don't know i don't think that they will south korea um they, they have like a, a piece of like land that's connecting the two, and it's like one of the most dangerous places like in the world. Like the when you, parallel? yeah. So like when you go there, if you have like your phone out or like if you're pointing or even like looking away from your tour guides, like you. they could shoot you. They will shoot you. So many people die there, and no one like it's not even news. I know, but when people go as tourists, like you're you have to stay in a hotel that's like provided by the state and then they bring you to that area yeah. by someone you're always with a tour guide like and, gone. and when it comes to like trump wanting to meet with him and like threatening about nukes like that's fucking insane like to think about how that could like that could wipe out populations of people like it's just crazy that there are still people that believe that that won't affect them if they just shut their mouth and agree with him yeah like the blast is not going to avoid your house because you have a maga hat like you're (laughs) still gonna die you're still not don't go out in a blaze of glory because people are so much like well i worked for what i deserve and apparently i deserve one dentist appointment every six years where it's like okay but like you you should deserve more than that some people are just willing to be like well i work hard and my hard work earns me 
this. It's not much, but it's for me. Where it's like, that's fine, but, like, doesn't work for you're everyone. gonna have kids who are gonna, like, need to go to college to survive. Like, they're gonna have to pay for shit. Ugh, I hate politics because they are bad. Kind of on all sides. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, there's just a lot of reactionary. I mean, I, I still probably am reactionary, but not as much. Where, like, people want to come up with easy, quick solutions to problems that don't have them. And no one's going to come up with them, neither the left or the right. Like, t- realistically, they, there's multiple things, but the, be, it's just infuriating because the the left, the whole spectrum's moving to the right. So even if you're left, you're still more on the right. And if you're in the center, you're even more on the right. Yeah. So, like, when people say, like, oh, that's too, like, the left is pretty socialist positive. or the left is too, like, communist, like, it's not really it's at all communist enough no exactly like there are the democrats are still in favor of like having people be able to make a trillion dollars like that's not i mean aside from bernie sanders who's like socialism light like that's not even that radical these are things that happen in na- other nations since yeah like things that are just kind of common sense like oh hey maybe the war on drugs shouldn't have been a thing because that just doesn't work unless you want it to make you money yeah but a lot of people like either just deny that or you're right but and also just like people feel like they don't have to be right to be right you know like they don't have to be correct to be right yeah and you can just make up whatever shit you you want if you say it enough people are gonna believe it or at least listen and, like, the way that people spin headlines, like, not clicking on articles. Like, there was an article that someone shared that was, like, student gets kicked out of Iowa College classroom because he disagreed about there being only two genders. And in the photo that they used, you could see the, the write-up slip, and it said, like, for aggressive behavior, shouting over guest speaker, yeah. um, insensitive comments. Like, it wasn't because he disagreed. It was because he wasn't going about it correctly and he was not, he was not contributing anything. Yeah. It's like, you can say whatever you want, but if you don't have a sound argument, then people don't have to listen to you. And that's fine. Like, you don't have to listen to other people, so, like, they don't have to listen to you. Especially if you're just rebutting. Like, that's why I kind of stopped engaging in posts on Facebook because it's, not you're just they're yeah not, you're just preaching thinking. either preaching to a choir or talking to a brick wall anytime it's in front of an audience it's not gonna Half work the people are just gonna hate you after and not even that but like it's hard to have a lot of these conversations and be vulnerable and you want to appear stronger and like when it comes to people liking your comments it's like well who's winning whoever gets the more likes is right when we really i mean even though one of them might be inaccurate, they're coming from a place that makes sense to them. And even as fucked up as it is, I'm not saying with like white supremacists, but people who just don't know, I'm not going to get in a fight with you about that if you just don't... Like, there are a lot of people who are like, why would you ever say legalize heroin? That's, like, so fucked up. And because they haven't thought of, like... Oh, but then you say, well, you know, in Portugal, all drugs are decriminalized and they don't really have addiction problems because... People don't need to hide it, and, like, people have mental health care. Like, taking away heroin isn't going to stop people from doing heroin. It's going to make people do, like, worse things that they don't know what they are. If it's regulated, then people won't die. But it all comes down to the basis of 
our country was founded on Christianity and that 12-step program of it's bad, so you're bad. Instead of, hey, we could stop we HIV and other infections if we opened up safe consumption places so that yeah. people don't need to do heroin in the CVS bathroom where a kid could find it. Like That's with, actually like a huge... Someone died of an overdose in the CVS bathroom. Oh, I'm sure it happens all the time. And there's not been one single death at one of the safe injection facilities because a nurse is there in case you OD. Yeah. Because you go there because you don't want to overdose, but if you don't know what you're doing or you're not being safe, then it happens. And that's when... That's when, like, you can even say it's a choice, but at that point, it becomes a public health issue. I feel like no one's doing anything about the opioid crisis. No, and the only the only reason why people are doing it is because it's affecting more and more, like, wealthy people. It's not just like, oh, Poor we can people. plant crack in a black neighborhood and whatever. It's like, this is something that lots of people are being prescribed and being pushed on and making other options yeah. hard to obtain that... It, it creates a bigger black market. Like, it's easier than ever to get heroin. Like, that should not be the case as far as, like, on the street. It's something that's super cheap because the demand is so high. Or not e- Like, it's super cheap because it's so... It, it works... It's so potent. Like, so it's more affordable. So, obviously, people are going to resort to doing that. Yeah. And anyway, back to a famous YouTuber. Stephen Hawking actually bit the dust the other night. Yeah, 76 most subscribed channel on YouTube. <laughs> he did gaming videos in his later years. Was he 76 or 78? I thought it said 76. He was diagnosed with ALS at like 19 and was given like two years to live or something. Yeah. Or two years to function to or something. Past, he wasn't supposed to live past like 22. Yeah, because that's a disease that's like super fast deteriorating. Yeah. Superhero. That's kind of crazy though. I wonder, I mean, I don't really know a ton about the guy. I wonder if he was happy that he lived this long. Yeah, he was. He was, he was like a happy person. Because I feel like, I don't know, when you get a time frame like that, like if someone told me I had until I was 23 to die and then it didn't happen, you're like, oh good, I didn't die, but you're also like, oh shit, now I don't know when I am. Because at that point, the doctors are like, I don't know. He's kind of smart and can figure it out. Yeah. I don't know. We should probably end it on that note. Rest in peace, Steven. R.I.P. Steve. Uh, This is going up at 46 minutes. This is a good episode. We're going to be back. Every week now. On Wednesday. Uh, probably post on Fridays. Yeah. We'll do Friday postings. Um, we are busy people. We I've have got lots a, of shit got, to What do we got? We got jobs. We got schooling. We've got music. Our, my career. Music. We got two cats that um, we need, need a lot attention. Of attention. Three hours and, a day of these. Yeah, we got a whole family to support. We're, this podcast is paying the bills, so we're going to try to get this monetized. Um, I'm gonna put the link to like I'll just make a Facebook page for it put it in the link just please like or follow it you can like mute it so you don't have to see anything we post but we just need some numbers we won't even post on it if you like it you're not gonna see like it so that you never have to hear from us because I hate getting notifications from people that I don't care about so if you post we won't bother you we won't even send you a farm bill request so with that uh, till next time we don't really have an outro yeah peace out peace out PCs PC Warriors. Peace out.